0: Yo, what's happening? It's your boy CM from uh, That's So Dope. I'm uh, coming to you, uh, doing a That's So 30 Minute uh, segment. Uh, I've been approached by a couple of people, or a few people, to do a um, a review for the movie The Joker. Um, if you haven't seen it, my my advice to you is to go watch the movie. Um Before before I go into the movie, I'm just going to say this, you know, I I, I do like Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's um, he's a very good actor. Uh, the first time I you know I heard that he was going to do the role, I thought it was a pretty good job. I thought it was a pretty good casting um, to do the Joker movie. Um, Todd Phillips is every once in a while he he'll, he'll do a good movie, and Todd Phillips is kind of hit miss uh, Martin Scarsese, Scorsese. Um, did the, the screenplay, I do believe, if I'm not mistaken. But um but it was a very deep movie. Um and it it hit on a lot of levels. Um <clears throat> I'm just gonna start off, off the bat. I'm just gonna rip the band aid off. I didn't like it. Okay. Um I, I'm gonna give it six out of ten. And and here are my reasons why. First of all, I'm gonna give you a little backdrop about a little backdrop about the movie. I'm not big on comic books but I'm a movie fan. I'm a movie person. So, if you take away, so so let me let me let me let me start over. Let me start over. Okay, so this is an origin story of the Joker. It doesn't connect to any any movies that we've seen in the past. Uh, not the new Justice League movies. Not the Dark Knight Rises series. Not the Tim Burton Batman. It doesn't connect with any other Batmans. Okay. It's not even a Batman story. This is a Joker story. This is his origin story. And from what I've done my research on. And what I've been told. Is that it's it is it takes um, the comic book. Uh, the Killing Joke. Which was a part of the Batman series. Uh, that was written several years ago. Um, With well, the 1980s or 70s. I do believe I could be completely wrong. When it was written. But they did it. It was an origin story for the Joker. <clears throat> and they took... The premise behind that and, and is entitled One Bad Day. Well, uh, it's a snowball theory. You know, one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, and then he just finally snaps. And that's basically how the movie um, begins and starts and it ends. <clears throat> so, what I was saying was take the Joker title away from the movie, and I'm going to tell you exactly how the, how the movie goes. It's a mentally ill patient. A mentally ill person that's had a lot of bad luck, and he didn't get. He doesn't get his medicine, and he eventually ends up snapping on everybody who's wronged him in the movie, and and he has a breakdown basically. And it's violent toward the end of the movie. It's a little twisted, to say the least, and he's crazy. Not like the not like the Joker that we're used to seeing, where. The Joker is decisive. He makes a plan. He he traps Batman. He's a, he's just he's a little intelligent. He's not as smart as Batman in some in some cases, but the Joker is he's organized. He's organized. He makes plans. He follows through. You know, sometimes his plans are a little cartoonish. Where oh my God, I almost got away with this. You know, he's he's always plotting something. Okay, and it, to, the best way to describe the Joker is organized chaos. Okay. It's always, it's always a, um, there's always a way of doing something, always a way of getting something done with the Joker, but it's organized chaos, okay? There was a, there's always, there's, there's always a, a method to his madness, so to speak. This movie, he ain't got one. He's just crazy. That's, why I didn't, that's one of the reasons why I didn't get with the movie was because this was probably not the weakest Joker. The Jared Leto Joker was the weakest Joker by far. What many sing didn't have a a strong backstory. I didn't, you know, he has. His Joker has a grill in his mouth. Okay? But in a moment, I'm going to get to why I think that this could be. Why the movie just could be standalone, great, and not connecting to any other Batman stories. It would have been a good movie. So he doesn't connect with any other Batman stories. Okay? This is the Joker standalone movie by itself. Um, He's. It was in the '70s. The movie is backdrop in the '70s, basically, and he <laughs> he meets a girl, Zaza. I don't, I can't remember her name in the movie, but Zaza is is one of the the girls he meets in the movie. And I'm not gonna give any spoilers away, but we presume that they have an actual relationship in the movie. At first, I'm like, oh man, you know, odu got a he got a gal. You know, even even the crazy people can get somebody. She was fine. Well, we gotta watch the movie to figure out what happened. All right. Um it's got a middle breakdown. It was a little plot twist in the beginning of, in in the middle of the movie that kinda teetered him just a little bit. Um, I thought I thought that was kinda I thought there was it was some parts of the movie where there was to me it was very impressive. Um, good story writing, good story arc with it is because he was delusional and he created scenarios in his mind and he basically had a different world he lived in mentally and his reality sucked and which i can kind of sympathize with that because sometimes i have a broad imagination and i have this whole persona that i live through um, you know if i'm bored or whatever that's kind of how i create certain things or, or um, have certain different ideas it's never just one it's never just a one-track mind with me i'm always uh, all over the place but I laugh at crazy things because that's how it goes um, But he creates scenarios in his mind And he basically almost lives them out And throughout the movie you're, you're thinking that that's what it is That's the whole thing that he's doing Throughout the entire movie and, Well not the entire movie But certain certain points of the movie Certain things with people You were, you are convinced at certain point in time That this is him And this is reality But it's not Which was pretty genius by the way uh, with, with the writing of the movie, um, the, the Joaquin Phoenix character part, you know, he lost a lot of weight, um, he looked sick, he, he looked like a patient, um, looks like he was mentally ill, I mean, he just looks like a broken down guy, and I feel bad for him, uh, if he was just a normal person in a movie, you'd really feel bad for the person. It wasn't, it wasn't the Joker that I could recall that was, was smart menacing and he knew exactly what he wanted to do. and It wasn't that Joker. This was like the down-on-his-luck bum. That's, that's this type of Joker. He was a down-on-his-luck bum, and he didn't really rise above that. He just snapped. I'm going to put something on you guys. If, it's a movie with Michael Douglas. It probably came out in 1993, maybe maybe 94, 95. A movie called Falling Down. And the premise of the movie was, this guy's at his last straw. One bad thing led to another. He just said, F it. I'm going on a spree. And he basically, somebody, I can't remember what happened, but I think someone tried to rob him. And he got a, he got The one thing led to another. He got a, he got a hold to a, to a, to a, like a gun, a Uzi, if I do believe. And he just basically goes on like a killing spree. He goes and he just starts killing people. That was wrong in other people, and just going his way. He, he just got fed up one day. This is the Joker movie. This is exactly how Falling Down was. Exactly how the movie was. Eventually, the Joker snapped, and he just went nuts. He started killing people. That ain't the same Joker. And of course, the other Batman Jokers. Um, he snaps. He killed people. I got you. There was a little gritty part in the movie where this Batman, this Joker had his little mean streak. And he shot somebody. Even the Heath Ledger's Joker kill he had bodies on him. But those bodies had purposes to why he was doing that. And it just wasn't just, I'm just gonna go out there and start killing innocent people. Now yeah, of course they were innocent, but there was a plot behind it was a method to his madness. This Joker didn't have a method, it's just pure pure insanity. He ain't the same Joker. Me and my cousin had an argument. We wouldn't argue, we do not ever argue, but we had a a long lengthy discussion about why I didn't like, why I didn't appreciate the movie. And and I told him, I said, you know, I don't like this. This Joker can't be the same Joker of the old and the Batman. He's like, well, this is an independent story. I said, I I got that. I understand it's an independent take on the movie. I got that. But I, I, I guess we've been spoiled so much. About how all movies connect, Marvel does a fantastic job. They don't just make a one-off movie. No, it ain't the X Men movie where they make a one-off Wolverine movie that doesn't fit with anything. The X Men origin, the the original X Men origin film, not X Men origin, but the original Wolverine origin film was trash. We did a podcast, uh, maybe a couple of uh, maybe a week ago, and we, you know, Vince and JD, they all decided they love the origin. I didn't. It was trash. It was pure trash to me. I it was it was a result of the of X Men and X Men two making a lot of money and Hugh Jackman was a huge star. They said we're gonna make an origin story, we're gonna add a whole bunch of characters in the movie from the cartoons or from the comic books that would that would that would make that would possibly roll into something, but it was pure trash. They did they had too much money and you know what happens when Hollywood has too much money? They ruin everything. They ruined X Men the the Wolverine origin story. Now they tried to rebound, they did part two. Which neither one of those guys liked. I loved it. Because it was different. Just like Tokyo Drift. I thought Tokyo Drift was the better, the better Fast and Furious besides part one. It would have been part one and then Tokyo Drift for me, because part two was pure trash. There's nothing you could do to save part two. Part two was pure and utterly trash. Just straight garbage. Acting was weak. Everything else was whack. Ludacris part was whack. Tyrese's part was whack. I don't care what y'all say. It was all whack. Then part three came in, take a total different take on it. Somebody died in the movie. And nobody died in the th- in the second one, but one of the main stars, actors, died in the movie. You know, Han supposedly got killed in that. That's when he got killed in that movie in Tokyo Drift. You know, so I'm like, I right, I can, can gig this. Bet Jesse died in the first one. Remember he got shot up. I don't know who died in the second. Nobody just really significant. Nobody died in the second one. But my point is this, the movie was different, and it made sense. The origin story for the Wolverine movie was different. The second one was different. It went to Japan. Nobody really liked it, but it connected to the other movies that they wanted to do. And it began to, once it connected to one of the movies that they tried to do, it, the other movies kind of made more sense, and it was just a little bit better. That's what happened when Marvel tried to do something completely different. We're going to create an origin story because we got a whole bunch of money. Let's do something different. All right, let's try it. And it was pure trash. Now, people love the hype. People ride the wave. And the Joker's going to make a lot of money. It's Joaquin Phoenix. It's a great story. He was demented. He was crazy. He did a great job. Don't let the actor fool you into what the movie actually is. Okay? Don't let great acting fool you into what the movie actually is. Joaquin Phoenix acted his tail off in the movie did a great job. I love Joaquin Phoenix, but the comic book type movie it is not it. Remove the Joker from the title. You just have a demented person, a mentally ill person having a very very tough time with life, and he snaps at the end of the movie. Don't put Batman, don't put any don't put Bruce Wayne's name in any of that. Just call the movie what it is because it doesn't fit. That's the problem that I have with the movie. The one of the main issues that I have with the movie, and the primary reason why that is, he's a lot older than Bruce Wayne in the movie. Bruce Wayne maybe like nine, maybe ten. I'm 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 giving him ten. I'm giving him ten years old. This Bruce Wayne in the movie is playing in a treehouse. Okay. He walks up to him and, and he's and he's it's a little creepy part in the movie. I'm like, oh God, please don't please don't hurt the little boy. Like, you can do a lot of stuff. Just don't do that stuff in the movie, you know? But he walks up to Bruce Wayne. Little Bruce Wayne is playing in the treehouse. This Joker's at least 30. At, 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 at most, he's playing an older Joker character. I'm giving him at least 30. Okay? And I think his mom said he. In the movie, she had worked with and worked with the Waynes or whatever in their mansion or had a job or whatnot. And I want to say it was like 30 years ago, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure I get a take message once this airs and someone listens and says, oh, you're wrong but Whatever. I'm, I could be wrong. I doubt it. But I want to say it was like 30 years. And so what happens is 30 years from the time she worked there and from the time you know he becomes who he is now today, that's a whole hell of a lot older than what Bruce Wayne is. And I'm assuming Bruce Wayne is at least 18. That's at least 20 years older than Bruce Wayne. 20 years older than Bruce. This ain't the same Joker. So by the time Joker, by the time Bruce Wayne actually becomes Batman. Let's just say it's 12. Let's just say he becomes Batman at 22. Okay. That's what, 14 years later, this Joker's already 34. That's a little older. He may be able to. He he may be. No, this ain't the same Joker. Can't be the same Joker. And the story you told in the movie, this can't be it. Now, it, I could be completely wrong. More than likely, I probably am. Whatever. This is just my opinion, my take on the movie. Okay, that this this Joker character is going to be fifty-five. And you you still run around fighting Batman? Oh, no, you're not finna. No, you're not finna do that. No, man, it's it's not happening. I'm not believing that. You too. You you too old. You too. You too much older than Batman. I think my age is wrong. I said we're what one. It would have been forty four. I'm sorry. Would have been forty two. Do apologize. It's a Sunday night. I gotta go to work tomorrow. Forgive me. So if Bruce Wayne was if Bruce Wayne was 22 he would have been 42. So he would have been a hell of a lot older than just 34. Assuming he would have been in incredible shape and was able to do the things he could do and to actually fight Batman at 22 years old and become a nemesis of Batman. I don't think so. I ain't buying it. I don't care what you, you can try to convince me if, What you want to That was one of the main problems with the movie If he's supposed to be the villain Of Batman, he's entirely too old That boy is actually Going to to be a man and this Joker's going to be 50 years old And the Joker's mindset that he's in He he, he ain't no orchestrator of no of, of a Organized crime, I can tell you that This dude's just crazy I ain't buying that brand Sorry, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't drinking that Kool-Aid You can convince somebody else If you're just a fan of a movie Just want to watch it Just to, just to ride the wave and drink the Kool-Aid Love that thing Love that if you want to I ain't buying it I'm not a fan of that They tried to do that with the Wolverine movie I would not buy that either It's completely independent Don't hit me with that, man Tell the story the way it's intended Tell the story the exact way it's intended And we all know the Joker fell in the pool And, and some chemicals and he got messed up and that's the joker. Okay, tell that story. I don't mind it. Bruce Wayne is is tw- Bruce Wayne if the Joker's 30, Bruce Wayne could be 20. I believe that. 10 years. I believe that. I, give me 10. Give me 10 years. I believe he's a little bit old. Maybe maybe 25. I will believe that just a little bit. I ain't I ain't buying the fact that Bruce Wayne's a little baby. I ain't buying that. No. No. That, that I couldn't wrap my mind around that it didn't make any sense to me. If you'd incorporate Bruce Wayne in that story, that didn't make any sense to me. That was a problem. I didn't agree with it. Well, it's an independent movie, take it for what it is. No, I'm not. Every movie should stick with the story. You have a you have continuity in the story. When there's other people, oh, you have different Batmans, and this Batman is is this, and every Batman that we've seen, every Batman that we've gotten. The Joker is at least somewhat closer to the age of Batman. Batman is at least fighting the Joker. You can assume the Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton, Batman. I would assume that Joker would be at least 10 years older than the Batman in the movie. He's a little bit older than that Batman in the movie. Okay? Maybe not as old. Michael Keaton and Michael would. In reality, Michael Keaton's what 62? Jack Nicholson's almost 80. So almost 20, it's a 20-year-old difference. In the movie, I would assume the Joker would be at least 10 years older than the Batman at most, okay? The um, Dark Knight series, the Joker was at least, I, I would probably say that, that Batman and the Joker were around the same age. Heath Ledger, that Heath Ledger, Batman and Joker combination with Christian Bale, that Joker and the Batman were around the same age. I would agree with that. They fought each other. Batman was a little better. You know, Joker really couldn't fight in any any comic book movie. You know, the Joker's really not the, the brawler. He's more of the organized crime guy. He's got henchmen. He's got people out there doing his dirty work. He's organized. Organized chaos. Mastermind behind a lot of different things. That Joker wasn't a mastermind, I can guarantee you He ain't masterminded anything, he's crazy jacket crazy His laugh was a medical condition, original Do I like that? Yeah, man Man, that's why I said it's a movie Take the Joker out of it, the guy just got mental problems And he he wore a clown suit Ain't drinking that (laughs) Kool-Aid Told y'all that I ain't buying it man I ain't buying it And then last but not least The part that I didn't like Toward the end of the movie When everything develops And who, Whenever We all know how Bruce Wayne's Mother and father got killed That that person that killed his mother's father Had a clown mask on They were really trying to drive The theory home with that you know he was the main reason why in a sense it did make a little bit of sense in the movie i that part i'm not too frustrated with now that i think about it but it it still didn't make any sense to me now i I will say this and this is the only reason this would be the reason this would be one of the only reason why i would give the movie better than six stars i'd probably bump it up to an eight if todd phillips comes out and he says you know what this is not the same this is not the same joker that Batman is fighting against in his latter years when he actually becomes Batman. He is the patriarch of the other bat of the other jokers. They stem from him now if if he comes out and says that, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. He is the. He is a gasoline to everybody's fire. That the Heath Ledger's, the those, yeah. In the comic book, there've been multiple Jokers. We all understand that. If he is the original, all right, bet you you did something with that. I agree with that. I am all for that. Tell me that the other movies make sense. All the I, I can, I, I live with that. We can put the book in and close it up. No hell, no. He's saying he is the Joker. I ain't buying it, y'all. I ain't buying it. Close that book. I ain't buying it. Standalone movie by itself, Joker's fine. Remove the Joker from it, mentally ill dude got problems. And it, yeah, I, I'm agreeing with that. It's cool, absolutely cool. You put the Joker into it, and you start changing it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's an independent story, but don't put Bruce Wayne in it if it's an independent story. Cause now everyone's used to it. They tried to do it with Spider-Man. Tom Holland right now is probably the best Spider-Man. It's debatable. Sony tried to do it. The first, the amazing Spider-Man was decent, the first one. Then you put Jamie Foxx in there, it, it became trash. The moment I saw Jamie Foxx's Electro, I said this movie is pure garbage. Ain't nothing ain't nothing to do about this. And I hate Jamie Foxx did it. He could he got a nice little check from it. Pure trash. Absolute trash. Well, his part was trash. His part was trash. His part was trash. However, the Amazing Spider-Man was pretty good. I liked it. I liked it. Had the Killer Croc in there. They introduced a new villain. The second one was garbage. By far, was trash. The Spider-Man's with Tobey Maguire. Obviously, they started it all off. Basically, I thought those moves were great. Spider-Man. Spider-Man Two was by far was better than Spider-Man One. That Spider-Man 2 was, was legit Doc Ock, those Spider-Mans That, that one's hard to beat But they, they told McGuire It was respectable Sam Raimi did an outstanding job in the movie It was one of the first successful comic book movies Probably the first successful comic book movie Besides Blade And Wesley Snipes don't get any credit for that You know He, he gets credit in my book Alright, Blade was it Blade started it out Knight Rider was trash Some other movies was trash He, he did it right all right, Constantine was dope. He's a comic book character, by the way. Constantine was dope. Those independent move Marvel movies were, were pretty legit. Marvel didn't have anything to do with Constantine, though. I'm no surprised about that. That should have, but that was a comic book movie, by the way. But nonetheless, was dope. Hella dope, as a matter of fact. But then you then you introduce Tom Holland to the mix. Now, the only thing that makes more sense with all of the three different Spider-Mans is that they could actually say it's a multiverse. So I'm not too pissed off about that. If they're smart, they can incorporate a multiverse in those Spider-Mans. There's different universes out there where Spider-Man, different Spider-Mans can exist in time would be a phenomenal way of putting it. Why do we have three different Spider-Mans? Well, we're just going to redo it right and they are going to make a whole bunch of money off for Spider-Mans. No, if you're smart... Well, I'm not smart. I'm pretty sure they're not going to say it on camera, but me thinking it being logical, well, this is stupid. Why would you have three different Spider-Mans? It makes no sense at all whatsoever. And then somebody's probably thinking, and Sony, you know what, we could probably put a big ball around this and say, Tom Holland is our Spider-Man from here on out. However, if we really want to get clever and we figured out there's a multiverse out there, multiple universes, we can kind of incorporate them all into one. And we can kind of put a big bow on this. If you want to make Sony, if you ever listen, you tap it into this podcast at any point in time. I'm telling you right now, if you want to make $10 billion, bring Tobey McGuire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland into one Spider Man in the multiverse. you going to, you going to, it's almost as big as Captain America grabbing, grabbing Thor's hammer. I'm telling you right now, that would just, it would go nuts. You, we lost Robert Downey Jr. in Marvel, okay, when as, as Iron Man, you want to bring some fans back. Put all those Spider-Man's in one to, to sell a billion dollars and do it right. It, matter of fact, you don't have to do much to it. Just have him in a cameo in the movie. It'd be legit. Spider the, the, the Spider-Man into the into the universe, or whatever Spider-Verse. That was a phenomenal plot. I, I love the movie. It's a good movie. Um, Miles Morales. Bring him into the mix too. As a matter of fact, Br- bring bring his character into the mix. Br- make f- all four of them. All four of them. Talking real East Texas right now. All of them. But yeah That is my take On a Joker movie um, Like I said 6 out of 10 You don't have to like it Whatever it's my podcast Whatever it's my 30 minutes I'm going to give you all that energy Whatever So 6 out of 10 for the Joker I thought it was decent Go watch the movie still I like Joaquin Phoenix. I respect him. I'm not saying he's one of my favorite actors, but well respected actor. He gets into his character very well and he knows how to portray his role. And so, um, shout out shout out to, to those guys in the movie. Um, he did a very good job. I had no doubt about him doing a very good job. I, I wish the movie was I wish the movie tied in a little bit better. Those those are kind of the holes that I that I wanted to be covered up and filled up a little bit. Other than that, man, the movie was movie was pretty good. Um, It just didn't fit with any any other story we knew about Batman. I just wish Batman was a little bit older and they connected that a little bit more because this Joker is not the same Joker. He's not as smart and he's a lot older. So unless they just say he's a different Joker, there's other Jokers afterwards and they they stem from him, then this movie does not fit very well with me because I love continuity. At least at this point in time, I I want them to be concurrent with what we know about the Joker as well. Don't just tell a story and say this is the original. It can't be. It ain't the same. It ain't the same Batman. It ain't the same Joker. So you can sell it to somebody else, all right. But before I end this, I do want to say this. So I was sleeping on Peaky Blinders, for <laughs> I always skipped over. It. If you know me personally, you know, and I talk, I've always talked movies. Or if I did talk movies with you, I hate British movies. I hate British movies. It's it's after a while I can deal with the accent. It's okay, but the the, the sirens in the movies. It, you ever somebody gets arrested, just bother the hell out of me for some reason. They annoy me. Okay, so I don't do British movies very well. However, Peaky Blinders* is it's one of those shows on Netflix. Cillian Murphy, uh, a lot of people don't know him. He's from uh, a lot of movies with um Christopher Nolan. He's done maybe three or four already. Um Very good actor, but he. This is about an Irish gang, basically, and. I'm always I'm I'm always in the gang movies, gangster movies, basically, and organized crime is dope. It's about a family. One one thing that tied me into the to the TV show that was was very compelling. It was a part of the first season. His I'm just gonna tell you, so his sister is basically sleeping with his best friend from a war, and his best friend is a communist, and this is this is like in the early 1900s, and his friend is a communist. right at the time this is in great britain so he's really not supposed to be connected with that this is real it's right before world right after world war one so his friend is basically a communist and his sister's basically sleeping with him all right and so at the time he you know he's this is this is early in their not early in this is pretty much early in their gangster days they've established themselves as a street Street credit gang, they call the picky blinders. The reason why they call them that is because they have blades in their uh, in the brim of their hats. <clears throat> they go through and they mark their territory, they cut you on the face, blah blah blah. That's 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 their calling card, basically. But they're an organized gang and crime, big family. Um, and they they ride or die for each other. And Thomas Shelton Shelby is, is his name, Tommy Shelby is his name, or Thomas Shelby is his name. And he's ride or die, gung ho, love his family Ain't nobody above my family, I'm a ride or die for it I got, I got a large family on both sides And so I kind of connect with that Because you family, that's it I'm not, I'm not riding with anybody else You family, that's it I got friends, and friends are pretty much family They call family meetings, they discuss family business And he always making moves But at this particular time his, um, his aunt basically told him Hey, your sister's pregnant by your best friend You know, you need to figure this out and so he's trying his best not to incorporate any of his friend's business because it's dangerous at this time. His friend is a communist. So he meets up with his friend, and his aunt already gave his friend some bribe money to leave the country. She's like, get out of here, you know. You and her, your sister, my you know, my niece is hard-headed. I know you're not gonna leave her. Y'all in love. You need to go. It's a lot of pressure around here, cops looking for you, blah, 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 blah. You need to get the hell out of here, okay, so him and Tommy meet up, and and Tommy's like, you know what, you know, his, his friend kind of throws Tommy the money, he's like, you know, your aunt gave me this money, you know, you want me to leave, and, you know, Tommy's like, you know what, bro, you're you my friend, you know, I don't want to do this right now, and his friend's like, no, man, no, no, I want to bump this, you know, I don't want to talk about this right now. You, you, you gonna, you gonna, I'm gonna buy you gonna buy me out like this, blah blah blah. Tommy gets up, walks away, and his friend's kind of still sitting there by the river, and he pulls a gun on him. And his friend's like, "You gonna shoot me right now?" Tommy's like, "Nah, I'm not gonna shoot you. Can't do it." You know, basically told him he said, "You're the father of my sister's child," and. You basically, without liking or not, someone family. You know, so I'm not going. I'm not going to leave my my sister. You know, her child fatherless. You know, not by my hands anyway. So he lets him alone. Long story short, the guy goes to jail. Finally, get caught. Goes to jail. Tommy's a man of his word. He's he's divisive. I mean. He, he 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 backhands a lot of his stuff, but he always has a plot on top of a plot. Almost like Joker. He's got a plan. It's always a method to his madness. You may not like what he has to do, but he's gonna get it done. And it's always in the best interest of the family. Now Tommy Shelby, how he is, he may tell you, Hey, listen, you want to take this bullet, but when this bullet come out, we're gonna be rich. That's kinda Tommy's way of telling you everything straight, I got this taken care of, but just take this bullet. You know, toward the end of the movie it was a bunch of games It was a gang trying to come after them. You know? And Tommy breaks his friend out of jail. And this is why I love the movie. This, this not, not the movie. This this part of the reason why I love the show. After all his friend did, he did not kill his friend. That's like his brother. That's his road dog. That was his best friend in the war. They didn't set horses too well, right? Toward the end of the movie, or in the end of the series, the last, I think it's the finale of the first season, his friend... I think his friend, you know, they take his friend out. He thinks he's about to be executed or whatnot. And his carriage opens up, and he let him out. And he said, "Tommy needs you." So, long story short, fast forward. Tommy and the gang are running, walking down the street. They got their Tommy guns and whatnot. So the gang in the middle of the street, you don't know what you're messing with. Blah blah blah. This is the type of show, how it is, round. You you don't know what you, you do know what you're doing. Blah blah, blah blah blah. All of a sudden, guess who comes out of the back? his best friend with a chopper standing right beside him ain't no questions asked all the beef is squashed you mess with Tommy you mess with me we boys and they handle they business just like that it sounds very bleak very true but if i i'm i'm very i'm very much so into gangster movies um so it's one of those famine, blood over everything, blah, 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 blah. That's basically how it is. Like, we we may argue, fight, cuss each other out all the time, but when I need you, you ain't got to say nothing but a word. You ain't got to say that. That's family. Tommy was like, hey, I, I need you. Hey. <laughs> it's basically like, ain't nobody going to kill you but me, pretty much. Like, if they shoot you, you they're going to have to kill me. Now, I can fight you. I'm not going to kill you. It's it's kind of one of those things like, you know, if anybody going to kill you, it's going to be me. But I ain't going to kill you because you're you my, you my boy. Now, if they shoot you, they're going to have to go through me, basically. And that's pretty much what it was. Now, even though Tommy wanted to kill him, you know, he had an all against him. He ain't going to do that. So. But if you're bored, check out Peaky Blinders on Netflix. Season 6 is out right now. One of the dope shows check it out it's really dope um hey man it's your boy cm uh is that so dope listen to our podcast folks i mean listen to it got some things i know i keep saying we got some things coming up we really do you know we have lives though man come on i live we live every single day they got families you know i'm do what i do but it's whatever man listen to the show but man listen this is that's so 30 minutes i at your boy